0: a podcast about the intersection of humans and technology my name's guthrie i'm here with susan hello susan i'm here and uh, today um can i can i tell the tragic tale of this podcast
1: there's a tragic tale there's
0: a ta- tragic tale so we're, we're today we're doing the f- the future of retail yeah and it's awesome and it's wonderful and i love it what um, retail No, 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 this, yeah, this topic, and we recorded it, and it was a really wonderful episode, Um, but we were doing it on the road with different hardware than we're used to, and suffice it to say, it it just,
1: it didn't work
0: the way it should have. Yeah, and we
1: didn't know, so we kept going. Oh,
0: yeah, so like, all that, yeah, so it was just really, really, really tragic, actually.
1: I don't remember what we talked about on that one.
0: Well, so the wound was so fresh that I had to wait a little while till we did it we, again.
1: It's been several months. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, right. do, you want, do you want to talk about uh, just kind of what what you had in mind? Or do, do you want me to, uh, how, how do you want
1: to do this? I, uh, I mean, you mean what I had in mind about what we were going to talk about?
0: Yeah. Just a, like a little outline. All
1: right. I'll kind of get us started, I guess. But then who knows where we'll end up. Well, I, I believe that the, you know, retail, well, everybody believes that retail is changing. It's been kind of changing slowly over time, but I think there's, there's some speed up now of the changes and, um, because, you know, retail buying stuff, right. And buying stuff in stores and just the whole kind of commerce of buying things is so, such an important part of everyone's everyday world. I thought it would be a great topic for us because technology is really changing retail. And I think it's going to, you know, there's some new stuff come out recently that is changing it even more. And so, since we like to explore that intersection of humans and technology, I thought it would be kind of a cool thing to talk about what are the changes that are happening now and what are the experiments that are going on that we think are gonna stick
0: okay so a couple of things i want to say about retail you ready yeah yeah first ready? um retail is all about energy traditionally energy uh, what en- kind of energy energy so it, it, if it the whole idea of retail is we are taking uh we need to transfer a thing that's in one place and we need to get it to another person in another place that that is at, at the core the essence okay of well, I, modern I, yeah retail.
1: you know that's funny i didn't even think of it that way
0: yeah well i worked in logistics for a long time yeah so you know right so so i have cheese cheese from, from comes from cows in wisconsin and i'm in Ch- chicago i right like the the chain of retail involves the wholesale you know the creator well, that, selling yeah, it to the, that wholesaler, isn't that and the wholesale? wholesaler well no, no no and then wholesale selling it to the grocery store and then grocery store selling it right like like i mean even if you think of like a like a clothing outlet right like it's all bought wholesale and then it's sold to the retailer and the retailer then sells it to you right so there's just this this chain of retail and it's all about how to get things from the manufacturer to the purchaser and that takes energy and it takes coordination logistics and store space and this is that that's the the traditional problem the tra- like the traditional method of retail
1: but i'm more interested in well i mean we can talk about that and certainly that's related to no no
0: no well this is this is this is exactly that's exactly the point
1: no cuz there's another point which is the the experience of shopping
0: well this is no that that's exactly my point what that the, there are two separate things going on here yeah. so the first is exactly what you described the experience of shopping which is a product in and of itself people go shopping for fun okay so there's that part of it and then there's the also like i need an article of clothing for my feet so I can walk around, right?
1: No, like- but the, see, I consider both of those the experience of shopping. I'm not saying that the experience of shopping is how can we make shopping more fun or what is it like when you go to a store? I am just talking in general about the experience of shopping, whether it's because you need socks for your feet and you're sitting at home or whether you're going for to a store or whether you're going out with friends and you stop by a store, all of those things are under the umbrella the experience of shopping and to me that's one thing which is what i thought we were going to talk about and then the other thing is the whole uh you know logistical supply chain that you were talking about
0: this is what i'm trying to say is that when we talk about retail yeah we're talking about two things yeah the first is the experience of shopping there is a physical there, there's there, there it, it is it is a service it's an emotional thing it's like it there's like this whole like it's an experience yeah okay it's like going to the movies it's like an experience that you go through good yeah. or bad or whatever it's this pro, it's this process yeah and then there's the uh, there's the logistical thing from 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 builder to retailer to me
1: and the two are related
0: the two are related but but um they're they're related but they're different this is what i'm trying to say so like so as the as we get to the future it's going to really help to differentiate what will what will change and what won't change
1: okay that's good i like that i agree yeah. with that so, so and like, also for
0: example I, oh, go ahead
1: i was just going to say i wonder which one of those is the driving force in the changes
0: well i'll tell you (laughs) what i think (laughs) yes so i think the people i think the joy of shopping will forever remain so some
1: people don't like shopping
0: and some people do like shopping yes and i think the shopping as an experience will continue to exist in some form or another because it's an experience and people like to have experiences. The experience, the market for ex- for having experience is just as strong as it's ever been. But the changes are on the moving stuff around part because with the internet, you know... Because before, let's say you don't like shopping, okay? Mm-hmm. If you wanted to buy shoes, the only way to go about doing it is to go participate in the experience that everyone else is participating in. Because, like, that's the only place that has shoes. And so whether you like shopping or not, this is, like, you had to go shopping. And now with the internet and distributed manufacturing and with subscription services and all this other stuff, if you don't like shopping or you don't like the experience of shopping in a physical store,
1: you don't need to. So right, that but you are still having a shop, but you're still having a shopping experience. Uh, y- y-
0: yes, but, but you're not have, but you're not paying a premium to go shopping.
1: No, you're not going, go, well, going shopping. That's, that's sho- what I'm saying. That, going going that's the experience takes... I'm talking about. Okay, well, you and I are using the word experience in a totally different way. I understand. But let's talk about, all right, so do you want to talk about the, the, the buying side of it or the. What do you want to tackle first?
0: Well, I just laid down my whole spiel, so I'll let you go you you go lead the horses for a while. Okay. That's a term. It's like a thing. <laughs> Leading the horses.
1: Yeah. All right, I'll lead the horses for a while. But I have a feeling that as I lead the horses, you're going to have things to say about this, about this. That's what I'm going to guess all right i let's talk about um let's talk about amazon okay because amazon uh has been you know i don't know are they the ma- major disruptor of retail in in the last
0: uh i would argue 10 or their, 20 years i would argue the first major disruptor of retail was walmart the yeah. idea of the yeah. big, no, okay. There were three major disruptors. Okay. The first was mail order catalogs.
1: Yeah. Right. Mon- Montgomery Ward's and Montgomery Sears Wards. Roebuck.
0: Exactly, exactly. That was the fir- That's the first generation, right? Yes. Yes. Um, that you don't have to go to a store.
1: Right. You, you can, can
0: just shop in a catalog
1: and order sh- from a catalog. you could
0: buy a house. From a Sears in, Robux catalog
1: back in the nineteen
0: amazing, you could buy a house or, or from a magazine or
1: the teens, nineteen eighteen or something like that. Yep, Craftsman Homes. <laughs>
0: you know too much about that, but that's... I do.
1: <laughs> I was not around. Right, during that time, Craftsman Homes, I, the no. the, uh,
0: the C seventeen model, nah, great for a small family. Yes,
1: um. <laughs> yes, that they. You're right. They were the first disruptors.
0: Okay, so and then. And then the second disruptor was Walmart, right? So yeah, the, big, the big the big box, box store. stores mm-hmm. which you got rid of the retail shopping experience and you turned it into what I would call maybe a wholesale yeah experience kind of, right? yeah. like 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 we don't it's not a boutique, it's not a general store, right? It's like this is just a giant warehouse and it, we've made it a little nicer, you know? But to you know like a Sam, you know think of Sam's Club, right? Like it's yeah. just a food warehouse. Yeah, You know, it's concrete slabs and just food everywhere and you just wander through Costco, you buy stuff in bulk. So so that's the second generation. And then, of course, Amazon is the third generation, which is we which is we are there is no retail store. We're the wholesaler you guys just buy straight from wholesale.
1: Except, all right, but let's talk about some of the even new and different things that Amazon has been doing. Like there's that, because Amazon, which wasn't a store, now has stores. Right? I mean, they've opened up grocery, st- uh, you know, test, they're testing these, I guess. Grocery stores and bookstores. hmm So... You know, they're why are they doing that
0: why are they doing what
1: well Amazon you know they were this big disruptor starting in 1997 uh, well it was before 1997 1997 was when they went public with their IPO but you know they their whole thing has been and buy you buy things online you don't go to a store but now they're opening stores physical stores yeah
0: so for those of you who don't know, Amazon is, is, is testing a variety of different physical stores. The first was uh, they, 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 have a, they have a mock of a grocery store where you go in and uh, the idea is, there's actually, they don't hire anyone. Um, all that, you when you put an item in the cart, they use algorithms and tracking and your phone and, and it would automatically charge you for whatever items you put in your basket and then if you take it out and so you just you literally just walk out the store and it charges you for whatever you have taken. yeah um that's the first idea and then the second they actually just opened it right down the street from me i mean it's a couple blocks away i should really check it out um is amazon bookstores so you haven't been in there huh i haven't been in there um i have a theory about why they're doing this
1: yeah this is good they put um they put a big bookstore chain out of business and now they're opening a bookstore chain. What's your theory?
0: Uh, and it's honestly, it's more than a theory. It's I've had, I've talked to some people who have confirmed my suspicions. We'll just put it that way. Which is. So, how does Amazon ship stuff?
1: I have a different theory. You haven't even said your theory, and I'm going to tell you I have a different theory. That's fine. All right, you you tell me your theory, and I'll. T- and How does the-
0: Amazon ship stuff?
1: Uh, Amazon ships stuff. Ships stuff. I don't know. Traditional. UPS, UPS, U- Post office. UPS. FedEx. They've
0: always shipped UPS. UPS for everything. If they ship it, it's UPS.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Um. And so they are that they are at the mercy of UPS and so they even though publicly they're like we love our ups partner no they are trying to create their own shipping network and cut out the middleman which is what they do that's like literally amazon's business model find a middleman and then just like become that like that's that's literally what they do so so what they've already started doing and they started this a year ago if they started buying all these white vans just like old crappy used white vans all over Chicago and they slap an Amazon sticker on the side of it and now they're delivering packages okay that's one they started building a giant giant network of of uh distribution centers they're all run by robots there's they want they open one in Waukegan, right? You've, you've driven by as you're driving up from Chicago to Milwaukee.
1: Yes. Waukegan, for people who don't know, is north of Chicago before you get to Wisconsin.
0: Uh, it's on the Wisconsin side of the line.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: So it is at, you're driving at like 70 miles an hour, right? And you can count. It's like 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000, 3, 1,000, 4, 1,000, 5, 1,000, 6, 1,000, 7, 1,000, 8, 1,000, 9, 1,000, 10, 1,000, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. It's that long.
1: Like, it is. It's very important that we give robots jobs. There are
0: a lot of humans who work there. But there are. It's mostly done by robots, and I'm sure if they could replace the humans with robots, they would. But
1: I'm going to disagree with you on something. Well, hold on, hold on. What? So,
0: so now they have these distribution centers yes. outside of major cities. Yes. And in the cities, they they have kind of a fleet. Right? Yes. But what they lack is what what the UPS's and the FedEx's have, which, which is? is all these little stores all over the place that can hold packages that can serve as little central decentralized hubs. Right. So the UPS lately, they, you know, the big truck takes it. So you take it from the giant, the giant storage facility outside of the city to the one in the city. And then from there to the local UPS store, and then the UPS truck picks up from there and, and runs the route. Right. So, so they don't have what the the, the, they're missing two parts. First, is they're missing the the interstate trucking system, and they are starting to purchase their own semi trucks. And the second part is they're they're missing the distributed in city network hubs. Um, and and I think that these Amazon stores will serve as those centralized hubs where they can where basically their trucks can pick up and drop off packages. So in the front, it's a nice bookstore. And they sell coffee and maybe they'll make a little money. And in the back, they have a loading dock where they can then sell all their packages. Okay.
1: Now that's I'm going to argue with you on your theory. I'm not saying
0: that's the entire reason. I'm saying that's like.
1: That might be a reason. I a very that,
0: important driving that, force. That, no,
1: I think that's possibly an ancillary reason. I'll tell you what I think the big driving force is, which is that um, Amazon. Uh, you know, I'm. Sh- I don't know how Amazon makes their money. I have not looked at their balance sheet. I'm sure they make cloud computing. Yeah, I mean, they make money from. I'm sure they make some money from selling stuff at- from the website, but they make their money. They make some other money from doing other things like you know cloud computing, and one of the ways that I think they want to make their money, if they perfect this grocery store thing. Uh, and now other grocery stores want to do the same thing. Where are they going to, who are the other grocery stores going to buy their back room technology from to make it all work? They're going to buy it from Amazon. If they, and, and it, it could be true for every retail store could now use Amazon's technology to do all kinds of things. Uh, rather, you. I mean, you could create your own, but why would you if you can just pay, a, you know, some of your money to Amazon? So that's, I think that that's.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's I, okay. The
1: reason they're doing well, it. Well, the reason they're
0: doing it. For the grocery stores, but what about the bookstores?
1: Well, they might. They might have a. I don't know. I. Who knows what their model is? But I think they're doing it for. Those reasons. I think
0: they're just. They're just trying to take over the world. All right. By the way, what yeah. was
1: um. Yeah, they are trying to take over the world.
0: What was...
1: They might succeed. First
0: Amazon... uh, What was Amazon sales in 2016? Revenue.
1: I have no... Revenue for the whole company or revenue from sales at Amazon.com? For the company. I have no idea. What?
0: a uh, hundred and thirty six billion dollars. That's a lot
1: of, that's that's a lot of pennies. Isn't that amazing? All right. Now here's let's talk about other things besides Amazon.
0: Okay. So okay, so so
1: so Oh no, the, the wait, po- wait. I have one more thing I want to talk about with Amazon. Yes. Especially if we're gonna talk about, you know, the experience of shopping, which is something that of course well, exactly. So this we
0: we were talking about this because this we were have there was like this like disruption.
1: All right. Now, what do you think about? Do, have you ever used a dash?
0: No, they don't make any sense to me. You, you know?
1: I mean, we should probably describe what it is. If so, in there's case been a lot. So
0: okay. So the Amazon thing was the third generation, right? Where you could buy basically you could buy directly from the internet. Yeah. The fourth, ne- the next step, right? Yeah. is changing the buying experience making things automated having things personalized right so you don't just buy a shirt you y- you can like see how the shirt looks on you that's or like or like instead of just buying a pack of razors you get like a subscription razor blade service so so it's either so it's either personalized or automated basically tailored to your specific needs in some way yeah without you having to go to the store um, which, from a brain science perspective, makes a lot of sense, right? If you're trying to get someone to buy something, especially habitually, you want to take all the thinking out of it. Correct. All the steps out of it as well. Right? Like, be a big, dumb person, press the button.
1: Well, that's... All right. So what the dash is, is there's these, these you little... You press,
0: press button and toilet paper comes.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're these little, little plastic devices that have a brand name on them. Yeah. Tide. Colgate, Charmin, yeah, and uh, adhesive backing, and you connect you, it through over
0: Wi-Fi to your Amazon account. All they
1: have is the brand name and a button, and you. The idea is that you you uh, post this with the adhesive backing. You know, you post it on your washing machine or in your bathroom near the toilet paper or. Uh, you know, whatever. And when you realize, oh, look, I'm out of toothpaste, you just press the button and that automatically orders for you. And also, apparently you can now order, you know, you can just tell Alexa what you want. Alexa, orders some toilet paper but that's more like going online but these are just these buttons that you push that are obviously connected to internet and blah blah blah.
0: yeah now this doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me i don't reorder a lot of stuff very often i don't have you know i don't have a family of six right where i have to like
1: yeah really you i thought you i mean you get a lot of things over the internet there's no i st-
0: do i do but like so for example right i like olive oil right i buy my olive oil online sometimes yeah I get a big 101 ounce right so
1: yeah but so you don't order it enough but like
0: that... I, I yeah I get like maybe I go through like two a year
1: oh okay right well, so it's yeah. so it's
0: like it's just not it's not worth, like if I need more olive oil I'll just go order all. I'll more just olive. it literally I get my phone out I type in olive oil it shows up it, t- it takes me like two seconds you know it's really not very very difficult
1: So you don't think the dash is gonna stick around?
0: I I do. I just think it's It's a limited application. It's for some
1: people and not others.
0: Yeah, you have to you have to I think it's really nice for you have to be rolling through product. So maybe in a business, right? Like if you're running low on paper, there's a dash Mm -hmm. button and you just hit it so that the and then, you know, two days later the paper shows up. Mm-hmm. um you know stuff like that i i, th- I think would make a lot of sense um, all right
1: now let's talk about what's going to happen to like the mall
0: <laughs>
1: why are you laughing
0: uh, we all know what's going to happen to the mall
1: well what what's going happen- well there's still malls are there yes i think they're really? struggling They're struggling. Well, and and a lot of stores are struggling. Just in general, they're struggling. So you think you think there aren't going to be any malls? But here's the interesting thing. No, 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 no,
0: no. There, we just have to define what malls mean. I think there will be. There will still be malls. There will be outlet stores. There will be high end retail shops.
1: Well, there will, that,
0: the, the whole, like, traditional, like, we're going to go to Orange Julius and hang out at JCPenney, like, like malls, is not going to happen.
1: But, you know, have you been to a mall lately? Yes. They're very busy.
0: Very busy.
1: So why do you think there's not going to be malls? There's a lot of people going to malls.
0: But, but like, it's a certain type of mall. That's That's all I'm saying. It's like...
1: What type of mall? A mall is a mall. It's
0: gonna, it's gonna be the nicer malls.
1: Why? What stores are gonna? We know retail is struggling, right?
0: So, so Macy's is
1: closing stores and JCPenney. uh, Penny and I, I don't even know the list. There's a long
0: list. Um, what? So, okay, so this is, this is what, this is what's really important. Malls that cater to, this is what I'm saying. There are, there is still a shopping experience. People like to go shopping. Okay.
1: And there's but, some things that are hard to buy if you can't see it, feel it.
0: Right. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, but, and so, so what you're going to have at malls are things that excel at the in-person shopping experience. Things that are, that you need to try on, you know, um, things that have very high margins, things uh, that, that you, know, that you know, there are specialists there to help you try things on. Now, I, I if, think that will survive. Sears think- that's just selling washing machines that where, where they're going to get undercut on price. Yeah. Time and time again, they're not going to survive.
1: Do you think that um, the stores are going to change to the point where, you know, they have, they don't have all the merchandise? Let's just say you want to go buy a shirt.
0: Mm, Yeah, this is a very fascinating point.
1: That really, that all you're going to have is a tiny little store with a knowledgeable person who can help you just, you know, you can feel the shirt. You can see the colors of the shirts. You can try a shirt on, but then when you decide, okay, I want the, you know, men's with the French cuff uh, in this fabric, and here's the size I need, you don't walk away with the shirt. You just order the shirt.
0: Right, right, right. And so, and we, and I think the first time we did this episode, we talked a lot about, you know, like, you got, uh, yeah, you have, you, you go in... There's like the mixed reality experience where it like, automatic. You walk in, and it automatically takes your measurements, and then you can like select from the different colors and pick the stuff. And like, there's maybe like one or two people in the store, but there's not like a quadrillion salespeople, right? Because yeah. it's mostly done. You you know you step. Because they don't have little,
1: to take care of stocking inventory.
0: Yeah. You you step you step into your little private booth you know and you make your selections that so you look at things they're like oh that's kind of cute right so it's like it's like an ex- and then they'll have a couple that you can you know like feel in real life
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's not like they're gonna have like every like it's like so you know, do you not think gonna that's have every gonna be the every norm color. i think so yeah oh th- that's what i'm saying i think you're gonna see a differentiation between the the value of moving goods in the physical world, right? Like we like we have a size 32 in this color, mm-hmm. in this style at the store when I happen to be at the store as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Versus the shopping experience. I don't know what Levi's cut to purchase, mm-hmm. right? I need help. Can you help me mm-hmm. figure out what the you know what I'm saying so yeah. so I think I think you'll see the split um, there because it's just so much cheaper not to have to stock inventory at the stores themselves and maybe that'll change maybe they'll figure out some new business models
1: okay so if you're if you if you were hired right now by um, a a retail chain yeah a shoe store uh a a, sh- a shirt store you know a a store that sells clothing uh any of the retail stores and they said to you Guthrie what should we do for the you know the future is upon us really quickly uh
0: can you give me can you give me a a category
1: okay let's take something like the gap you know it's a it it sells clothing sure for men, women, children. It sells clothing. Right. Or a store like that. Sure. What and and we think that, you know, the malls are changing and we think that the stores change. We think all these things are changing. So what should they do? Should they get out of business entirely? Should they what should they do?
0: What I would do. Yeah. I would, I would greatly cut down the amount of product they had in their store. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I would greatly increase the amount of the feeling of customization. So I walk into a store, we have like one of each, you know, like, like, I I would try and and create, like, I would just try and focus on the shopping experience and different, like, like, how do people like to shop? Right. And so, so you're right. Like, like you could, there would be like a shirt section and you walk. I mean, I don't know. I'm not good enough at, at clothing to know exactly how you'd set it up. But, but basically the point is way less inventory, way more shopping experience, maybe some more technology. Much less staff because you don't need to put, you know, to fold as many clothes. You don't need to stock as many clothes. You don't need to have as many salespeople. Um, less, less fitting rooms, um, and and you just kind of, uh, yeah. And then and then greatly greatly enhance the buying experience. So, um, you know. Like, I want this specific thing this specific way. And then it either ship directly to you quite quickly or you can pick it up at the store. The shipping is always free. Um, that kind of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You make it a de- delayed gratification response. Um, you, uh, yeah. Which yeah, we
1: know yeah. is a good thing.
0: Which we know is a good thing. and And so I would just try to make the shopping experience as as best as possible to and and minimize the costs associated with moving things around in the world and I would just try and focus on streamlining my shipping operations and reducing my staff costs Um, and just try to make it try to make the stores really really cheap to operate and have some sort of value
1: you know, I was um, listening to someone talk recently about the fact that, um, you know, how we talk in the U.S. a lot about the hard, you know—the problems with losing manufacturing jobs and all of that. That actually, the, what we should be worrying about is the loss of retail jobs. That—that's the next big sector to hit.
0: Oh, there's lots of reasons to worry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, good. Thank, thanks, Guthrie. That that. Yeah,
0: sense. yeah. If you're, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, lots of reasons to worry.
1: I guess that's that's a different topic. We won't get into that. All right. So you think the dash? Eh, maybe, maybe not. You think uh, the malls uh, are in trouble? You know, the, the malls really are in trouble then because if you're going to have a, a, a store the way you just described, you don't need as big a store. Well, that's the other
0: thing, too, is that is that you can have – I mean, it's actually interesting, you know, who's ahead in this game is Asia. Um, if you've been to a mall in Asia, the stores in Asia are quite small. You've been very to a mall, right? Yes. Yeah, I've been, to, I've been to several malls in several different Asian countries. Um and a lot of it is just because of the, of the of the concentration of people. You know, everything's smaller, but yeah, it's like it's like even if you think of like a regular Gap store, I yeah. mean, it's huge. It's huge. It's like it's it's maybe the size of a small grocery store. I mean, it's yeah, it it's really big, and I I I don't think you need that. M- just that much raw square footage. Well, to... and it
1: has all the storage in the back. Exactly.
0: Yeah. No. Ex- especially. Yeah. It's and and the the yeah. It's 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 really big. So it's big and expensive to maintain. So I think smaller stores, more customized, more boutique, more um, you know, but 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 yet and yet uh, really easy, a really simple easy shopping experience. Um, that 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 uh that's a value add you have to, you have to be able to because you have to be able to add some value i think to going to the physical store more than just like i don't know uh, than like moving products that's why i think um outlet stores will always stick around why ah uh, there's a the value add right you're finding deals Right there's, there's just heaps of clothes. Ah, I'm gonna find like a deal. I think there's I think there's a value to that. That you now, deals now, that you can't get anywhere else.
1: All right. Now there's a whole. Um, well, you know, some people have thought for a long time that that the malls are gonna you know gonna change into more of uh, entertainment, movie theater, uh, food. Um, they're like, already,
0: st- yeah, they're already starting to do that a little bit.
1: Yeah, I guess that could be one way that one could try and do something with with the real estate. Um, but there's a there's also though a a different idea about retail. You know, if you if you go back, you know, hundreds of years, maybe thousands of years. Yeah, you know, we've. I mean, humans have always had you know markets and bazaars and uh right places where people sell good and there's there's a lot of that you know there's a farmer's market there's uh when you when you go to uh and you you as we're recording this we're about to head out on a trip and one of the places we're going is Paris and you haven't seen this yet, but although this is true in many of the cities you've been to, but you know there's like the little uh, bread shop and the little pastry shop and the little cheese shop and the little so those aren't gonna go away, are they? I
0: don't think so. I think you're saying boutique stuff be pretty, be, be okay and food and food. Yes. Artisan
1: food, especially what we what he, well, what we in the states would call artisan food and the and in Europe they would just call food. I think that's probably true.
0: The food is maybe an exception just because no one's figured out how to do food shipping correctly yet. Um, you know, there are companies that that automatically deliver groceries to your door like Peapod, Amazon Fresh. They're they're dabbling on that. But no one's really nailed it the way Amazon has, right? Like, the, like it's just, for the most part, it's still a, easier just to go to a grocery store, pick out the things you like. It's usually cheaper, you know? Like Like, the thing about Amazon was not only do you get to pick what you want, it ships faster and it's cheaper, right? It's just like this and this and this, you know? And so it makes like going to the gap to buy a pair of jeans when you can when you like you know you're like a thirty two thirty two Levi's like five eleven. Like like you just like right like it's the same pair of jeans. So why would I go someplace that's more expensive and is like a bigger hassle? And I but I don't think anyone's cracked that code with food
1: yet. I think all right, here I'm gonna make a prediction. And maybe they
0: will, but I think I'm gonna make a
1: prediction. Go ahead, predict away. I'm going to predict that as we have these retail trends happen and retail in in many ways starts to disappear, at least the way we've known it, mm-hmm. I think we're going to see an increase in the more traditional markets for these items such as food. So I think we're going to see people wanting to go to the, uh, you know, the market. You know, in in when I was in France a couple of years ago, and in a, a relatively small town. I mean, it wasn't Paris. And in the town, there was a, you know, there were a couple of gr- what we would consider regular grocery stores, supermarket kind of things, and there were also little. You know, cheese, there was a cheese shop and a meat shop and a, a, a boulangerie with the bread and the patisserie with the pastries. But in addition to all of that, twice French a week.
0: Do you want to say that again?
1: No, because my French is terrible. But it's very fun Petisserie. to try. Patisserie. Yeah, you you you're gonna.
0: Blah, blah, blah. I would like the to French see. The French are gonna hate me. It's they gonna are great. gonna hate you. Oh, they, they're gonna hate me so much. You
1: do not. I at least try.
0: No, and my I'm not French, try.
1: I'm sure, is quite horrible. But I try. Yeah, you no. don't, you don't even try. I
0: took French in high school. I was really bad. You were bad, bad at it. At it. <laughs> I'm I'm bad at foreign languages. It's just I'm actually really good at the grammar, ironically enough. But that's about as well, far as it goes. you
1: you learned Arabic at one point that I've never done. Yeah. But um. Anyway, there were twi- the, in this in this little town twice a week. There was the market which is called the market i and know
0: but but that's it's because of the shopping experience
1: yes because you wanted to go around and you wanted right. to look and see what was right. there and what was fresh this week and who was there and uh you know people who shopped there a lot i mean we were just there for a week so we were not part of this group but you you know there were people that shopped there a lot and had relationships with certain vendors you know and and yeah uh, all, I'm,
0: all i'm saying is that you just have to have some sort of value add. That's all yeah. I'm saying. No, like, right? I'm just
1: saying. I'm yeah. saying though that I think that kind of shopping is going to grow. I think as the other part of retail changes, I think we're going to see a growth in in these in having a direct relationship, especially when it comes to food, with. Uh, with your food vendor so that you, instead of going to, I mean, I still think there's going to be grocery stores and there's going to be the Amazon style grocery stores and there's going to be buying your food online. And all of that is fairly anonymous, but I think we're going to see this growth in buying things from the people who are making the things and that people will enjoy that experience. Because I think that, um, you know, we are social animals. We know that. And just as, uh, I you know, I'm reading, uh, I'm still reading this book. Hopefully, by the time this podcast airs, I'll actually be done with the book. No. Uh, it's not. going slowly. Um, Sapiens by Harari, which I just, I love. Um, it's such a great book. It's so interesting. It's so well written. It's a joy to read. And um, basically what he says in there, you know, is that, that humans uh, you know we they we love to gossip and and meaning we are very interested in social interactions with other people and we're very interested in talking about the social interactions that other people are having and um, I mean really that we are in just inherently very you know that takes up a lot of our time and attention and I think that um, there's a certain part of commerce and retail that involves that, and that over time, as we have, as we have, um, you know, established these large uh, uh, store chains and um, you know international, you know, stores that are the same wherever you go and lost that relationship between us and the vendor. Um, and, and now as those, those situations start to change, I think we're gonna, I think we need to have a certain amount of commerce interactions that are very personal. And I think we're gonna see uh, a growth in that. So, I think, actually, that's a growth area.
0: Uh, gr- growth in the baguette.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, maybe when we're in France, you should just, <laughs> like, not say anything. You could just uh, have just facial sit, I'll expressions. Just and smile. And...
0: I'll just sit and smile. <laughs> so, no, I think you're right. But you know what?
1: What? That's
0: all value add. Because it's a social relationship. That's the value add. And you can have a value add because it's a social relationship, because you get a better result, because shopping is fun, something like that. But you can't, the idea that you're going to be able to compete with online retailers. Hey, do you know what Walmart is trying out uh, this month?
1: Mm
0: -mm. When their employees leave their Walmart store?
1: Yeah.
0: They're having each employee take a package to deliver to someone on their way home. What? Yeah. I you mean, when pay- your
1: shift is over. Yeah, I think they they're paying are him. not.
0: Yeah, they're they're, they're paying them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, it because it's it's to save money, right? They're driving home anyways. They figure out their route home, and then they just have them drop off a package. Wow. It's so cheap. But I mean, this is so, so like this idea, it's, you know, the idea that you're going to be able to, if you're like a Sears in a store that you're going to be able to compete against these ruthless, logistical, brilliant cost cutting machines is, and and you have to like run a storefront and hire like, you know, people who like fold clothes in the back or something. I mean, it's just not, it's never going to happen. So you so, gotta you gotta be able to add something to the experience.
1: All right. So a store like like Walmart, right? Which is, and Walmart has, um, you know, their their, their online. Uh, I don't know the the their online revenue versus their store revenue, but I know their online business is is huge. It's huge.
0: Yeah, but I mean
1: everything in Walmart is huge. So are they? You know, what's going to happen to a store like that? Oh, they'll be fine. Are they still going to have big stores like they have?
0: Yeah, yeah, they will. Um, But that's because, I mean, unlike a mall where you have to pay rent all the time, they've just built these giant stores in the middle of nowhere all across the country that, surprise, are just happens to also serve as their retail distribution center yeah so like so like like you have to have if you're gonna have that national distribution distributed distribution centers all over the place you know why not just have them also be open and you can buy in them you know what i'm saying it's like it's like um it's the same model as like a brewery that has like the tap room in the front to a certain extent right like yeah like you need the brewery anyways well why not just you know have people be able to come in as well and buy some beer so I I think th- so you that think
1: there they will still those stores will still be around
0: hmm oh yeah and and there will always be a place for the cheapest price and I, I think we can all and Walmart does a number of things that allows them to get really low prices in a lot of different ways um, from from bullying the heck out of their suppliers to destroying all the other business around them, to to having incredible efficiency in their stores. They, like, th- there are just certain companies that will have low prices. The other potential thing, I should say, of stores, physical stores that will stick around, mm-hmm. is if there's stuff you can't get anywhere else. You know? Like what? Um... Uh, there are certain higher end stores that There are certain higher end stores where you can't buy their stuff at third parties and it's the and they, they purposely set it up so it's cheapest in their store so you go ahead, you have to can go Can you to give
1: me store. an example?
0: Not entirely, but think of think of kind of like a Lululemon um, or some other high end kind of very boutique and uh, not boutique, but like high end uh, kind of popular but luxury brands. Um, I'm. Th- uh, may, why maybe
1: Why want- won't why won't they sell it online?
0: Because they want you to go to their store. Mm hmm. So um, I'm thinking of um, I think I think maybe Adidas. So there, so like Adidas, they have special collection of shoes that they only sell in their flagship Adidas stores that you can't get online.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I I think that's I, that was true. It's maybe not true anymore. Um, I I or maybe that was never true, but I I think that was true. So like so, so I don't have the perfect example. Um, but yeah 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 right essentially. That that's the that's the thought. Is that is that you 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 force people to go there because, like that's the only you know it's like the only you, like you have to go through them or, um, maybe Lululemon is maybe a good example. So, you can buy Lululemon stuff. I, maybe Lululemon is the wrong. Let's just um, imagine a world in which Lululemon doesn't sell to third party re- retailers. Okay. Okay. You can go and buy their stuff online, but it's actually more expensive online. They yeah. don't have any online sales or deals. They have their full selection yeah. there, but it's expensive. And so if you want like something on sale, right, like some sort of discount, you have to go to the Lululemon outlet store. Mm-hmm. Or the regular Lululemon store, and that's where they have the deals and the sales. So, so, and and so, like Lululemon, there's like there's like a right, like you're buying the brand, right? You're not gonna go buy someone else. You're you're buying them. Um, so if you're buying them, then you gotta like, right? Then 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 if you want to get what you want to get, you gotta go into the store, and that adds a certain level too, because the exclusivity of it is exciting.
1: All right, I have another question for you. You know, right now, you can go on Amazon and buy all kinds of stuff, right? But then there's other stores that uh, you can go on and buy, sometimes the same stuff, but sometimes their own brand stuff. Like, you know, you can go on L.L. Bean or Eddie Bauer, right, and buy mm-hmm. uh, Land's End. You buy there, and you and you can't get that stuff on Amazon. Right. So is that going to? keep happening is that is that gonna stay around these these you know brand stores that have have their own the it's not it's not a walmart it's not an amazon where they're selling everybody else's stuff they're just selling their own brand they're selling it online but yeah it's their own brand
0: maybe but you got to be really good yeah um you have to have a following. You have to have a culture. You have to have a, a membership group. You know? Like, you have to... There's just got to be... There's got to be something going on. That a club...
1: Yeah. You know?
0: And, and if you can pull that off, then sure. Um, but it's... It's just a little harder. Um, but I think you're starting to see... More companies experiment with that model you have the um like the online like like the people who advertise in the podcasts you know
1: oh uh, yeah
0: you know like the the the, the underwear store yeah, the, yeah. and like the, but, but you have to yeah
1: yeah it's an interesting uh it's a it's a interesting and perhaps scary time. To be a retailer, uh, I think the the general stores are the ones that are probably the, you know, the the Sears and the Macy's and the, you know, those kinds of stores are the ones that are probably going through the most changes right now.
0: Yep. There,
1: um, there,
0: there's one more type of store that we didn't really talk about. What? um which is the um and, and it's, it's one of the reasons grocery stores are still around um there is still a market for i need something right now
1: oh yeah like the uh like yeah, i need you- a
0: paint roller today right i need to go to the hardware store and buy a paint roller i yeah. need i need duct tape like and maybe
1: really but you can get that within two hours if you live in an urban area
0: maybe sometimes but that's going to take a while to catch on a and i don't know if they really have you know everything that they have in like a in like a um a hardware store for example but there's
1: also the convenience store
0: yep yeah same thing right right like Oh, oh! It's like 11 p.m. on a on a I'm Saturday. I need mixers. And, I need yeah, OJ for my for my vodka. A gallon of milk. I don't even. I'm not even sure about a gallon of milk. But let's just go with like a a a, a sealed thing of orange juice. Yeah. That doesn't need to be refrigerated. Yeah. Right. Like.
1: Um. Well, interestingly, yeah. you know, the in, in here in the U.S. we have these like dollar stores you know dollar tree dollar general Mm -hmm. and they've been fair they've been actually pretty healthy and growing a lot but their biggest growth area is the convenience food
0: right yeah sure right 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 i just need a snack
1: yeah or milk or that kind of thing that's their that's the uh area in which they're They have the biggest growth, so... Yeah,
0: and, and, you know, hey, I live in Chicago. I can get toilet paper delivered to me in, like, four hours or something from Amazon. A lot of the U.S. is not like that.
1: Yeah, I live in rural Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, you're not.
1: And there's no way toilet paper will be delivered to me in four hours. (laughs) (laughs) Two days. I can get almost anything in two days, but not in hours. and maybe that'll change i don't know but right now maybe what we're looking at probably not all right guthrie well are you going shopping anytime soon now that we've mentioned this uh
0: i you know it's funny because we're going um this is actually for those listening we're actually probably this is probably pre-recorded um
1: well we know it's pre-recorded
0: well i know but i think i think we're going to release this later we're going to sweden soon this was recorded um on the 2nd of june uh right before we we left for sweden we'll probably release it next week or something um because we wanted to stockpile one or two and since i'm leaving uh i don't have i I don't want to buy food but i did go to the grocery store uh yeah yesterday and i bought you know i bought supplies for various things yeah uh you know i got milk that kind of stuff I i don't shop very much anymore there's not a whole lot i need I just don't buy that much stuff
1: yeah you're not a big shopper
0: i'm not i'm not and that's and that's why i i tried not to talk too much about the shopping well the shopping experience just because like
1: you're not typical
0: i i'm not like a big i'm just i you know i'm just not the person to know enough about it um so i you know
1: yeah yeah I remember when I did some research, uh, target audience research for an online reta- retailer and uh, interviewing people about shopping. And I, I mean, people want, they want shopping, they were it, this was about shopping online, but they want shopping to be fun. And they assume that it's going to be easy and convenient and efficient. That was just a given. But then they wanted it to be more fun, and they wanted to be able to do it with other people online. They wanted to sit with someone else next to them, and together they would both, you know, look at whatever it was they were buying and talk about it and think about it. So, yeah, there's that social aspect. There's that fun aspect, and uh, uh, the efficient, the efficiency and, you know, ease of use uh, – free shipping. That's all at this point. That's all assumed. So, so it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting place. All right. We have, um, uh, we've gone shopping here and, um, we'll, uh, I, yeah, maybe we'll have to do an update when we go after we get back from Paris and we have the, that shopping experience.
0: I guess so.
1: We'll see. All right, Guthrie, if people have comments about shopping or anything else, where should they email us?
0: Info at theteamw.com.
1: And if you uh, like our podcast, please rate it and please review it wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Hey, thanks, Guthrie.
0: Yeah, thanks. We'll hopefully do another one of these real soon, and so we'll have stuff Maybe, do you you want to do one while we're on the road?
1: We can try if we don't mess it up like we did the last time we tried to do retail. But yes, I would like to do one maybe when we're in uh, Sweden or maybe when we're in Paris. Maybe we
0: can borrow someone's mic. Probably not.
1: But (laughs) we'll see if we can figure that out. All right. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye.